Are you passionate about creating a physical product, something you can touch, feel, or taste, and then get paid for it by those that love what you've created? Well, the Product Launch Rebel Podcast is the one for you, where you get insider tips on how to spot an opportunity, manufacture your product, get financing, and achieve the independence you've always dreamed about. It's time to crank it up with your host, product developer, investor, and founder of VentureSuperfly.com, John Benzik. Greetings, Product Launch Rebels. This is John Benzik from VentureSuperfly.com, the website that helps you double your entrepreneurial courage, even if you don't know what you're doing. Today in this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can find the right fit for your entrepreneurial pursuits or career to find your entrepreneurial or career sweet spot to make sure you're playing in the right sandbox so to speak, and compete better on your own terms and on your strengths. And I'll start with some questions, a bit of an assessment really. Regarding your career or job, do you feel fully appreciated by others and rewarded for those talents? Do you even know your top talents? Do you feel like you're unleashing your talents in a way that is elevating you to a higher level and will continue to raise you up for the long term and keep you secure over time? Are you working with the right people, using your best skills, and operating in the best environment that will maximize your career satisfaction, growth, and income? If not, in this episode, I'll introduce you to a very effective but simple exercise to help find your direction, to help put you on the right path. And that exercise can be best explained by a personal story. The idea of this exercise that I'll introduce to you came to me almost magically about 11 years ago. It was about 3 in the morning, and I had a terrible time sleeping that night because I was doing some consulting work And I noticed that I struggled with inconsistency regarding the value that I was bringing to clients. With some clients, I did feel like I was adding a lot of value, feeling confident about myself and being well paid. In fact, in those situations, it felt as if I wasn't even working hard. My success simply seemed natural and productive and rewarded. It just seemed like I was in a great spot and developing great relationships as well. On other projects, however, I felt less secure. There didn't seem to be harmony with my role or my expertise and the people that I was working with. It seemed that no matter what I did, there was something out of sync. I felt like I was constantly treading water and always on the verge of losing the client sort of barely holding on. And so that night at 3 a.m., feeling fidgety and troubled, an idea struck me right between the eyes, really, like a lightning bolt. It was an idea that I absolutely had to get down on paper fast before I lost it. Do you know that feeling? It was one of those important aha moments that you have to act on right then and there. So I leapt from my bed and darted downstairs to my home office desk and I foraged for a blank piece of paper and a pen. 
eyes half open, I drew a line down the middle of the paper from top to bottom. At the top left-hand column, I wrote the heading, Life Depleting Experiences. At the top right-hand column, I wrote the heading, Life Giving Experiences. This was my big idea, writing down those two columns. I then reflected on my life history that related to each of these two headings. I recalled experiences in my career, in my friendships, in my family, in sports that I played, even in music, volunteer, and other experiences, not just job experiences. In the life-giving experiences column, in bullet points, I described situations where I felt purposeful, energetic, capable, and valued. I jotted down things like developing new products and thinking strategically. Conversely, in the life-depleting column, I described situations where I felt purposeless, underappreciated, and unsustainable. Here I wrote things like day-to-day operations and highly structured corporate environments. I then pulled dozens of those notes into subheadings of talents used, knowledge or subjects shared, people that I worked with, and work conditions. And as I gazed at my notes, I became captivated by the contents I wrote in the life-giving column. These are the things that energized me, made me attractive to others, and delivered value to people and projects. While reviewing these entries, it became clear to me that to be happy, I needed to deliberately pursue a life in the life-giving column as much as possible, and I should avoid spending time in the life-depleting column. I noticed that in certain life-giving situations, for example, I had valiantly and effectively led other people. But in suboptimal conditions, I wasn't able to lead other people at all. In some settings, I was an excellent coach to someone, and at other times, I felt invisible. The life-giving column turned out to be a major guidepost for me. During this 30-minute process that night, I unearthed characteristics that clearly suggested where to focus, where I belonged, and where I could thrive. If you're following me closely here, can you see how that would be? Regarding life direction and where to focus my energies, my answer was right there on paper in black and white. That life-giving column is where I could thrive on my terms, on my strengths, and propose my best offerings to society. These are the simple steps I did, the exercise that I wrote down, that gave me confidence, vision, and energy to no longer feel that struggle or that inconsistency. And it's the exact same thing that I'll suggest to you now in this podcast. So let's try to recreate that for you. Here's what I want you to do. Pull out a sheet of paper, or you can download the PDF that I've attached to this episode on my website, which is episode number 14. 
Put your name at the top in the center of the paper and write the main heading, Where I Will Thrive. Use those words, Where I Will Thrive. Then draw a line down the middle of the paper from top to bottom, separating the left and the right side of the paper into two columns, a left column and a right column. At the top of the left column, write down the column heading life-giving. This will be referring to the things you will do, or the environments you're in, or the people you're with, or you feel it is giving you life. It's energizing you. At the top of the right column, write down the column heading life-depleting. This is where you'll jot down your ideas about the things you do, the environments you're in, or the people you're with where you feel heavy, less valued, unappreciated, and struggling. Then picture this, one-fifth of the way down the page, from the top, write the word talents as a subheading in both the right and the left-hand columns of that page. Then allowing for some space, two-fifths down that page, or another 20% down the page below the subheadings labeled as talents, write the word conditions in both columns as subheadings to those columns. Then three-fifths of the way down the page at the, on the, both the left and the right columns, write down the word subjects in both of those columns as subheadings. And finally, four-fifths of the way down the page, write the word people as subheadings on both sides of the page. So envision this. What you have here is a piece of paper with two columns. One is the life-giving column, and the other is the life-depleting column. And each of those two columns has subheadings labeled as talents, conditions, subjects, and people, where you'll jot down thoughts and ideas related to each of those subheadings. For example, in the talents section, you'll write down the talents or skills that you use that both energize you and make you feel purposeful and useful, as well as those skills that you use that deplete you, that either you're just not that interested in doing or you're not good at. And what you'll be doing here is listing your thoughts and ideas within each of these subcategories, but on the left side, your notes will include those things that bring you life, that energize you and make you feel good and productive, and that reward you financially and otherwise. On the right side, the life-depleting side, you'll jot down your thoughts on those circumstances, things, and people that have depleted you, that drain your energy, or you feel insecure and invaluable. So the end result of this will be that you will be able to start focusing and leaning into and pursuing those things that are life-giving to you, which is the left column stuff, and start reducing emphasis and getting away from those life-depleting activities, the stuff in the right column. So let's go through each of these two columns along with their subheadings 
one by one along with some examples to give this meaning and to demonstrate so you can do this on your own. And then when you're done, like what happened to me, you'll clearly see where you need to apply your energy and to maximize your growth potential in the areas of people to work with, skills to use, knowledge to demonstrate, and type of environment to work in to significantly increase your personal growth potential. Now, in some cases, it might be easier to start with the right-hand life-depleting column, since sometimes it's easier to know what you struggle with versus what you really want. Sometimes it's easier to know what you don't want as opposed to what you do want. So in the right-hand life-depleting column, under the subheading of talents or skills, write down the skills or talents that you use when you feel low energy or not mentally or physically alert or good about. And really, in this life-depleting column, these might be your weaknesses in terms of skills. So, for example, in my case back in that early morning 11 years ago, in the life-depleting column, I wrote things like tactical thinking and working in large groups and executing projects started by others. These were things that I could do and have done sometimes well, but didn't prefer to do and really didn't have the interest to do day in and day out. Someone else would likely be better at or more committed to these things compared to me. And in the left-hand column, the life-giving column, I wrote things like strategic big-picture thinking, creating new products, selling, ideating, and leading small creative teams, among other descriptions. All in all, I had about 15 things listed in the talents life-giving column, and 15 talents listed in the life-depleting column. The next subheadline for you to jot down your ideas is the conditions subheading. This is where you write down ideas related to your work conditions that give you life or that deplete you. So for me, as an example, I wrote eight or nine things in the life-giving column, things like working independently and working on short-term projects, and working in informal situations, and working in creative environments. In the life-depleting section of the conditions subheading, I wrote things like being involved in day-to-day -day operations, working on long-term projects, corporate environments, and formal and rule-driven work settings. Moving on to the next subheading of subjects, this is the area where you write down subjects that you demonstrate, talk about, or pursue that either give you life or deplete you. As an example, in my life-giving column, I wrote things like entrepreneurship, innovation, strategic planning, business development, and product development. And in the life-depleting column of the subject's subheading, I jotted things like managing existing businesses, quantitative-oriented subjects, specialized business knowledge, since I'm more of a generalist, and 
standards and policies. And finally, in the people subheading, this is where you write down your ideas related to what type of people give you encouragement and energy versus what type of people deplete your energy that don't resonate with you and don't seem to value your knowledge, skills, or style. So in the life-giving column of my notes under the people subheading, I wrote down descriptions such as creative people, and these included designers, marketers, product developers, visionaries, out-of-the-box thinkers, and entrepreneurs. These are people that I've seemed to enjoy working with over the years, and they seem to enjoy working with me. In the life-depleting column under the people subheading, I described people that were more quantitative thinkers, people that looked at things in black and white, people that were driven by rules and regulations, and were more authoritative versus collaborative. So in summary, what we have here is a valuable list of things in life that deplete you and a list of things that sustainably give you life, energy, purpose, and focus. It's right there in black and white. And when you focus and apply yourself towards the life-giving column, the talents, conditions, subjects, and people, we see that this is where you need to spend your time to maximize your personal growth and security. I do want to reiterate that in my past, I have done well on a short-term basis working in the life-depleting column, using talents that were not my top talents, working in conditions that were not ideal, and demonstrating knowledge in areas that were not my top knowledge areas. But over time, those were not areas that were sustainable for me. They were areas that ultimately I really couldn't compete well over the long term. So this exercise really, truly helped me see for the first time in black and white where I should apply myself, which was to lean into the things listed in the life-giving column. It was powerful for me, and I think it will be powerful for you as well. Of course, it's not always possible to live entirely in the life-giving column. You cannot always just instantly jump from one column to the other and live your life that way because outside resistance is really everywhere. Knowing that you have your thoughts written down, however, in this template is to have a very helpful occupational compass that you can refer to or implement either slowly or quickly depending on your situation. Additionally, when not in the thriving or life-giving column, referring to its contents could help you incrementally construct those conditions. To shift the balance, for example, you could promote your skills more confidently and more often within your current space or when you're stuck in a set of life-depleting situations. You could also seek out supporters within that life-depleting environment to slowly start building your tribe and your mission. Finally, to finish out this podcast, as I mentioned earlier, visit the VentureSuperfly.com website and look for the episode number 14 to download this exercise template.
All right. Good luck to you, everyone, and let me know if you have questions, and we'll see you in the next episode. Well, you've just listened to another episode of Product Launch Rebel featuring John Benzik of Venture Superfly. To download episodes of previous shows or for other entrepreneur-related resources, visit VentureSuperfly.com. Be sure to like Venture Superfly on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to Product Launch Rebel in iTunes. Join us for our next Product Launch Rebel episode, where we'll continue to reveal insider tips on how to launch and grow your physical product-based business. 